Welcome in, welcome in to the Fire Zone show coming off of a week seven in the National Football League. Good guys won. Uh, Ravens were able to take down the Browns 23-20 at home. Another one that uh, <clears throat> not good for your nerves, you know, going to make you feel it a little bit. Uh, getting into that fourth quarter and things looking a little sketchy at times, but. They were able to go before we hit record. Look, you just got to find a way to win a game, right? You're going to keep getting these situations <laughs> until you find a way to win the game. And they were able to find a way to win this one. So uh, good news all around there. Uh, came out of it, I think, relatively healthy. Bateman, I heard, didn't practice today with the foot thing. Who knows what that is? Andrews didn't practice and Staley yeah. didn't practice. But everybody yeah, else, I think, was involved. In some yeah. capacity, they're basically doing like walkthroughs. Well, the only one was Humphrey, which is the one we didn't know about coming out on Sunday. He's got a hamstring. Yeah, with the hamstring thing. So, you know, yeah. And Mike Evans coming to town. Like, seriously? Like, <laughs> that's not ideal. That is not ideal. Uh, so that's that's going to be an interesting one to watch because if he if he can't go or if they want to just you know precautionary because Harbaugh was talking about that he was talking about that going in to the Browns game somebody asked him about you know the quick turnaround you got to play Sunday then you got Thursday night and it's like eh, you know some of these guys we might have to manage some of the situations a little bit um, because you want them for the rest of the season obviously uh, you don't I, I mean I could see. I, I'm interested to see what they do with Gus. I don't know, honestly, if that's a good idea to play him on Thursday. Yeah. I just – I don't know. I think that's going to be a medical thing. I, I don't – he would like to give it a week to respond after, I mean, 16 carries. But, once again, you gave that man 16 carries, so yeah, you are was, worried about it. <laughs> I was surprised. I was surprised that he carried it that many times. I mean, I know, you know, we're not talking about 25 carries, but considering he hadn't played and how long, you know, that he hadn't played. Right. Uh, I, I didn't think it was going to be like that. When's the last he, time a, a, a back had 16 carries in a game <laughs> by I, himself? I, you know, I don't know the answer to that. But what I think I saw somebody say was that's more than Dobbins has ever had. As well. <laughs> yes. He's never had more than 16. I think he's only had like 14 or 15. I think that's the max yeah. he's ever had. Yeah, now I know some of that goes back to the rookie year, and they still had Ingram, and they still had Gus, so they were they were kind of working him in, and then he got hurt. Uh, right. So, I, so I, I, you know, that that can that can be skewed a little bit. But uh, we'll, we'll get to the defense, but I'll say this. Gus looked like Gus. Gus, Gus looked like Gus. <laughs> <laughs> was but, that's, but that's what you can do in the red zone now. Yeah. And stop throwing the ball three consecutive times inside the twenty. Like, yeah. can we can we stop? Like, yeah, I know this is a defensive show, can, but can we stop? Yeah, Please you stop. Getting short yardage now, and you can actually hand it off to a guy who you know and and have faith, faith. that can get you get you those tough yards. And he did a couple times yeah. in that game. He just it's two hundred forty pounds. I mean, it just is what it is. It just yeah, is get it going, moving forward. <laughs> you know I, I will say this. Um, Mr. Ziegler needs to uh, need to check, have, have a little come to Jesus meeting hmm. because um, ninety eight, I think his name, his number was for Cleveland. Hmm. The white D tackle was eating oh, yeah. him alive. Taven Bryant on short yardage, eating him alive on short yardage. Okay, yeah, if if it's Taven Bryant who is a white defensive tackle, he's ninety nine. He's been around for he's been around for a minute in the league, but he was he was like a high pick, I think, when he first he came out of Florida or something like that. But he yeah. kind of bounced around. He's with the Jags for a while. He's kind of bounced around. Uh, he's yeah. kind of been one of those up and up and down type dudes. But sounds like he was more up than. Uh, yeah, he 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 made he made um, he made his day a very long day, very long. Yeah, we well we knew about the. The edges. We knew about the ends. We knew yeah. about Garrett. 
we knew about Clowney. And I thought the middle of their defense was kind of going to be the softer, like, okay, you can probably get some stuff done in there. They, they did they did hit some runs in there a little bit. Those guys played a little bit better. The defensive tackles played a little bit better than I, I expected. Yeah, and Deion Jones helped that. Uh, yeah, 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 Deion back there. So they, uh, you know, I think coming into it, you know, a lot of people, probably myself included a little bit, were thinking, okay, the Ravens should be able to, to get some stuff done on the ground. Um, you know, against the the Browns, and they they did a little bit, but um, Browns, you know, kind of bucked up a little bit there defensively. They they've been struggling, but they uh, they, they had that butt whip the last three weeks on yeah. on defense. <laughs> they kind of bucked up a little bit. They got talent. It's, 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 That's it's never been issue. an issue of talent over there. It's a talented group of guys, but never um, been an issue of talent. It's been about basic team. responsibilities that. Seem to leave them at very optune times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, I got to see my boy JOK. You know, I love the, that twenty-eight boy. That, 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 that boy's a bad man. <laughs> bad man. He's flying around making plays all over the field. Boy. I'm not sure the way that he gets around blocks is exactly how you would teach it, <laughs> but he no. can do it. He can. Do I, I'd probably say it to him a couple times, like you should try this. And then he'd make that one and keep making it. But and as as a coach of me, I'd be like, just make sure you make the play. Like, damn, he's good. Because <laughs> I mean, it's not a lot of guys crossing dudes over like that. At, at, I mean, it, it's hard to. I mean, he he's listed as a wheel linebacker. I mean, he's like a safety basically. He's built yeah. like a safety. Yeah. Uh, but he moves like a running back. Anyway, let's get to the Ravens defense because that's what we're here yes. to do. People, probably yes. Like, What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> they like what show? What show are we listening to? What's on this again? Is this a Brown show? Uh, but, hey, look, you know I, I raised my hand on that. I've always admitted it. I've always acknowledged it. And go way back. I'm gonna get back on track now. Okay, we don't <laughs> talk about the Ravens defense, and we're gonna go group through group like we always do. I'm excited to start with the defensive line this week because we've been talking about what this line could look like. Still not there yet. It's getting a little bit closer when you think about Houston came back, right? And we saw we saw his impact. He had two sacks. Uh, Campbell, we know what he can be, particularly if he's not got to play, you know, a, a ridiculous amount of snaps. JPP, we've already seen his effect just in the short time that he's been here, right? Owe can can maybe you know get a little bit of a breather uh, in terms of snap count, and then you know Matabike inside, Travis Jones inside, Robert Washington inside. Pass rush, you know, it showed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I, it has been a work in progress, but I think it's been a good work in progress. I think we're at that point where if you're looking at like a like a pot and the water's kind of been on, you're waiting for it to bubble and, and, and get to that point where you can finally put the eggs in so they can cook. Like... The water's starting to pop over the the, the, the edge a little bit. Mm. Like it's 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 about eighty percent ready. It's like popping a little bit. Okay. You get some spurts, some solid spurts of consistent pressure from them, and they're getting the sacks. But then you get these lulls. Mm. Now that's you know could be play calling because that could be play action passes being thrown against you. So there could be some different different things that the offense is doing into. Kind of control your 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 pass rush, but I want you just want to see more consistency. Even even in those play action type scenarios, I need to see the quarterback having to like take an extra hitch or have to slide up in the pocket. Like he shouldn't be delivering that on time. Like I just on a more consistent basis, but. They played strong against the run when they needed to. Um, there were some gaps here and there, but that was more because of, you know, especially the last touchdown drive they had. That was more the fact that Cleveland was down two tight ends and some offensive linemen at that point. They came out in 11 personnel and actually did what I thought they were going to do <laughs> half the game was stay in 11 personnel and challenge the Ravens to come down seven people in the box mm-hmm. and stop Chubb. But they waited till then, and, it, you know, that just was an ugly 
ugly thing to watch, but you know, at the end of the day, the D line did very well and to only give up 20 points. Once again, you only give up 20 points in the NFL. You, you, you win 75, 80% of those. Yeah. And you know, we talked about it before too. Um, you got to have some sort of adjustment for dealing with Nick Chubb. Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? That that dude is a a full grown man. Uh, And so they've had some games in the past where they really play well against him. One of the, one of the games they had last year, they played really good. I think it was a Sunday night game. They played really well against him. Yeah. You're not going to be able to hold a dude like that down every time you face him. You know, he's just too good. He's too good. Um, They've got a good scheme. Offensive line is solid. So, you know, he's going to hit some runs here and there. But like you said, overall, uh, if if we can kind of keep the lid on things the way that they kept the lid on things, then, you know, you're expecting the offense to do its thing. Then you're going to be in these games and have a chance to win them at the end, which is which is what's been happening. Um, you know, you're, you're in these games with an opportunity to win it, which is really all that you can ask for. Um, what did you think? I didn't. I didn't get a chance to pay super, super close attention to him. I don't think he played a ton of snaps. But that dude, uh, Devin Kennard, the uh, guy that they picked up from Arizona, um, did you notice him at all? Or is he just kind of, you know, getting his feet wet first game? Getting his feet wet, but he's 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 physical. He's aggressive. He's not going to shy away from contact. He, he, he got his snaps. He went in there. He... They gave him a package that he could understand and that would work in their rotation. And he handled his business. I didn't, I don't really see anything like great, but he, he did better than AJ Klein. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting what they're building with that group. You've got, a, you got a bunch of vets up there. We just named those other dudes that you throw him in. He's been in the league for a while, been around, um, been with Detroit, been with the car, been with the Giants. I mean, he's 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 been around. I don't know, he's not been with the Giants. I'm thinking about that other dude. He's been with Detroit, he's been with the Cardinals, but uh um, He's with the Giants. Was he with the Giants? AJ Klein was the Giants. He signed a three year deal. He just got released because he got hurt late last year or something. I mean Canard. I mean Canard. Oh, Canard. No, I don't think he played for the Giants. He he was uh he's been around what? Hey, he's been around since 2014. I did not know that. I thought he was the Cardinals um, for most of oh, his time. He did play with the Giants. Okay. That's right. Oh. He's uh he was he was drafted by the Giants in fifth oh. round. So yeah, he he's he been around. He started out with the Giants, then he went to Detroit, then he went to Arizona. Um, but anyway, I'm just just the point that you you got a you got a, a bunch of vets up front in that line. Him, JPP, Houston, Campbell. Uh you, you got a you got a vet group up there. You have a vet group with some hungry, hungry, hungry young boys. Yeah, yeah. When they get their snaps, they ain't wasting them. Yeah. Broderick Washington, pleasant surprise. Yeah, that man is been. growing every day, every week. Him and 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 Justin Malbike going forward as your two wrote your two dogs going up front, I have no issues with that going forward. And then having Travis Jones getting himself acclimated to that's a three-headed monster that I'm very happy with going forward that you're gonna to continue to best in. Yeah, Washington has has been a surprise, like you said. I mean, not that I I mean he played well towards the, the back end of last year too, but like you said, you see improvement every week. Yes. Um, and he does a little bit of everything. Plays mm-hmm. the run. He gets you a little rush, you know. Um he can he can hold his gap, you know, if you need him to do he that. He doesn't get pushed around. Yeah, he does a little bit of everything. He doesn't get pushed around very often. Which when I watched him, I remember he had him I do remember because he came out of Texas Tech. He was at the senior bowl. I just wasn't sure how what they were going to do with him because texas tech they were running that three three and he was he was basically playing dn playing like five times mm-hmm. right and i was like hey, they're not going to use him like that here uh, <laughs> and i knew he was going to probably be a little bit more inside and you know coming up to this level you know you, you're dealing with men in there on the inside mm-hmm. so i was wondering how that was going to go it's been a little bit of a transition as you would expect it to be but he looks right at home in there like yeah 
Like he, yeah, he, he <laughs> definitely impressed with him, and and having him and and can't like is it you couldn't ask for a better rotation that is going to start to unwind coming down the stretch here. Like you're getting guys healthy. You're coming back to a rotation where you actually had Campbell have more snaps than Owe. You know, you want that hopefully going the other direction at some point. But I think that was more because Campbell was playing some tackle snaps and rush, which is why his numbers would be a little up in terms of that. Um, but that was the best spread out of, of, of snaps so far this year with everyone. Yeah, getting guys back, man, it makes a huge difference. And I was I was glad, actually, to to see O.A. get dialed back a little bit. I think – let's see what it says here in the game. Say he played 33 snaps. Uh, Campbell played 40. So O.A. was right around 50, 55 percent of snaps. He had been 80-plus. Yep. Yes. Those first four games. Yes. I think the last two games he's been in the 50s, uh, previous game and this game. But prior to that, it was like 80. He had like a 90% in there one time. It was just too much. It was yes. just, Now, some of that was when Houston was out. So you, yep. you understand why it would, why it would spike. Um, so, yeah, just continuing to get these guys back. You know, we keep, you know, we keep looking forward to Bowser coming back. Uh and, and all the different things that he's going to be able to do and help this defense. And then, you know, like we said, Ojabo is, is the, is the gravy, he's the icing, right? If, you, if that yes. happens at all, uh, even if it's not till after the bye, just getting another body in there who can give you something, um, you know, and now he, all right, this is a little aside. I'm going to take a little bit of an aside here. <laughs> since we're, since we're here and we're talking about these guys, right? Now time will tell. Let me put the caveat out there. You know, before you get ready to say something crazy, you got to put the caveat out there. <laughs> you got to put a disclaimer out there. So right. Because we've not seen Ojabo in the NFL, right? So so let us let me just say that before, yep. I, you know, people say, what is this man talking about? But you saw him in college. I saw him in college. We saw Owe in college. We've now seen Owe in the NFL. He's still developing. Again, another caveat. I get that with Oway. He's still developing it right now. He's being asked to do a lot of different things. But yeah. when I look at the two dudes, here's where I'm going with all this. After all the disclaimers, <laughs> when I look at the two dudes, one of them just strikes me as more of a natural pass rusher than the other. Not that he, not that one can't, not that Oway can't do it. He can, and he's developing. But remember, mm-hmm. when we looked at Ojabo, that, that, it just looked natural. He just got some natural stuff. It's just it's like, okay, this is not something that's been taught. This dude just he, – he just got a feel for doing this. When you look at his Michigan tape, you see a person who understands what pass rushing is. And then you take and look at his body type. He's got these long legs. Looks like he's played basketball or some type of soccer in his life because he's he did both. He's from the land. He did both. He's from the land. He understands quick feet. He understands setting some up to get around him because that's what you do in soccer without the ball. You you do everything prior to getting the ball. So his ability to bend. His ability to set up tackles the way he wants to, and not so much what the tackle does, is the kind of that moment. And I think a lot of pass rushers would say this, is when you can dictate to the offensive tackle what the rush is going to be, then you're going to be the one controlling that game for pretty much the whole time. That's why the dudes like Trent Williams, he just going to be anchor, and he ain't moving. And he got quick enough to feet to catch you outside. He got, he got, he's strong enough to basically punch you in the face and and, and say, no, you're not coming inside. So what do you do with Trent Williams? You you say, hey, you know what, guys? I'm going to take one for the team this week. I'm going to have no tackles, no sacks, no hurries. 
but I'm going to remove this man yeah. from the scheme. <laughs> Just eat them blocks, baby. Eat them blocks. You know, it's funny. I heard somebody say, <laughs> I think it was another offensive lineman. So we're flipping back to their perspective now. Mm -hmm. They said, look, basically, these pass rushers, they're, they're waiting for you to make a mistake. It's like, that's what they're taught. Everything that they're taught, all their handwork, all that stuff is about you making a mistake, and then we're going to take advantage of that mistake, and we're going to attack. Mm -hmm. And they're like, as long as you, he said, basically, then it sounds easy, right? long as you don't make any mistakes, then you don't give these guys, you know, really any good ways to attack you. But to your point about Trip Williams, because he is as big as he is, because he's as strong as he is, because he's as athletic as he is, he can just sit there and be really patient and say, you got to come to me. Yeah, you're not gonna get around me because I can get out there. You're not gonna get inside me because I can get in there. You're not gonna come through. <laughs> come through. So, so you got to just come to me and deal with me. And you know, like you said, somebody just has to take one for the team. That way, you can just say, "All right, here's here's, here's what we're dealing with over there this week." So, but the, the reason I bring that up is because the more that I watch away. And again, like I said, young guy is still developing. I'm not saying he can't rush. I think he can. I think he's going to continue to improve and get better. But there's something that I'm seeing. It's hard for me to describe. But I'm like looking at him and I'm like, I, there's something, you know, what I, here's what I'll say right now. What I think he's really good at is he is a good backside defender. Whether that's pass, whether that's run, it's probably a little bit better run than pass. But the way that he's built, the way that he moves, He's like a guy, like, if you can just keep him clean, he'll chase everything down. He'll run everything down. If he's got to come and deal with stuff, point of contact type stuff, mm -hmm. right, it's a little bit of a up and down. You know what I mean? It's just you one kinda, of those guys where it's like you're trying to figure out, okay, I got this athletic specimen. Yeah. But w what do I do with him? You, the way you just describe it, and people are gonna think I'm kind of weird for saying this, but I'm, I don't think it is. It's he's a smaller version of Davian Clowney, hmm. which is he's a he's a force when it comes to run. He's very good at slashing. He's very good in getting gaps. We've seen that in the last year and a half. He's been playing football. What does Clowney struggle with? Being a natural pass rusher. Yeah, he's just explosive as hell. He's just explosive <laughs> athlete who has never been able to really kind of harness that into slow the quick, which is what a good pass rusher is. Yeah. You can't be explosive off the get, because if you're explosive off the get, you're already telling the offensive tackle, you're either going outside, you're going inside. Yeah. Got to be controlled. You got to be, it's got to be controlled. I mean, and that's why Justin Houston's so good. That's why you see a JPP who can come off the street and hadn't rushed in, in, four months, but he understands if I'm slow off, if, and what I mean by being slow, you want to be quick off the ball, but you want to be slow with all your movement until that O-tackle shows his hand. Because you know, if you're too quick, go ahead. if you're too quick, if you're too quick, that's why these guys get swallowed up. That's why Owe will get swallowed up every once in a while, because he's predetermined what he's going to do or he's too quick to show his hand and the tackle can you know read it and, and these you know good tackles that we've been playing these first seven weeks because he's been playing up against some pretty good tackles yeah yeah, yeah i was just gonna read that i was just gonna say jpp i don't know if you the way he moves i'm not comparing the players the way he moves reminds me of such he moves yeah. the way that such mm -hmm. <laughs> It's just smooth, and all of a sudden he's yeah. at the quarterback. You're like, what? I never could understand <laughs> it. And I'm like, this dude gets so wide. You know, so he would line up so wide, like not just mm -hmm. like wide nine, like we're way out there. But yet he yeah. can still get to where he needs to get to and get yeah. there fast. Yeah. But it doesn't look fast. No. <laughs> it it's look it's like slow that. with this just this grace of speed with it. And this fluidness of his moves in the pass rush. That's why Justin Houston's so good. Yeah. It's just fluid. It's second nature. And, you know, some of these guys that come in the league are blessed with it. Like a Hutchinson, just blessed with it. 
Bosa, blessed with it. Yeah, some of these guys take a little time, a little effort, little little greasing on the of the of the the wheels because some of these guys came from from college programs that didn't teach them anything. Yeah, and that's and that's that's why I was doing all the caveats and the disclaimers because it's gonna sound like I'm saying OA is 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 a finished product. And far from, far way, from way, it. way way far from it. I'm just saying. As somebody who watches a lot of college players tries to pretend, you know, like they do player evaluation. <laughs> you look at certain guys, and there's certain things you see, especially with pass rush, and you're like, okay, he just has a feel for it. This guy just, yeah. un- like you say, he just understands it. He just has a natural feel for it. And this other guy, he has to work at it. doesn't yeah. come supernatural for him. He really has to put in the work. It's very, it's very calculated, so, you know, and that that sometimes can be a little mechanical. You know what I mean? Well, he just needs the reps. He needs pass rush reps that he did not get at Penn State to hone his craft. Now, Ajabo, that's – dude, if you drop in coverage, you're sitting on the bench. (laughs) So, dude, that's all he did. Yeah, his stood out to me because, again, he basically had not played much at Michigan until last year. I want to say his year his year prior to that, he played like less than 10 snaps on defense all year. And then it just like came and it started out a little bit slow at the beginning of last year, like first three, four games. But then it just came out like out of nowhere. And it was like the moves we saw, the Euro steps, the spin moves, we're like this, this someone told him go play basketball. Then he and that's what he did. <laughs> that's what he did. And so we'll see. Again, we'll see. Because I'm saying all this, talking natural pass rusher, he's got to feel. He gets on the field, doesn't show up. People are gonna be like, "This fool don't know what he's talking about." <laughs> so nope. look, I'm just saying. Blaming only Achilles. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. These are the things that I see. I've been wrong a million times. Would be wrong more. Just sharing some of these thoughts. Uh, obviously, we entertainment purposes. Guys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Do not take this seriously. Obviously, we're hoping both guys turn be very good players you know what i'm saying great pass rushers for the ravens because if you can get bookends like that okay now 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 we cooking right now we cooking well uh, and, and, and that's get, you know what here go, go ahead go ahead no that's the that's this whole thing about building this defense and and bringing in the type of people you need for this new defense we're still in this i don't think people understand this is this is a complete rebuild of a defense that used to be great and was a mirror of itself for the last seven, eight years with nothing but stop gats and mirrors and magicians and schemes. I could go on and on, but it wasn't going to be sustainable, particularly in this new NFL where everybody's just going to get the ball out. And, the, and don't get me wrong, the Giants are having success this year. But what's going to happen when it starts getting into November and December and teams are not going to try to throw the football at you when you do that nonsense. They're going to run it at you. And you're going to get schemed out of getting creased day in and day out because you have no principles. Yeah, that, uh, that little three-man stack pressure. Yeah, go ahead. Go play around some more. <laughs> that ain't gonna work out. Here, yeah. okay, I got we I gotta move us on to the next group. But last yes. thing, every time you say something, it probably another idea popped <laughs> into my head. It made me think about the Bengals. And now people will say, You're gonna compare Adafe Owe to Sam Hubbard. I'm not saying that he will be Sam Hubbard, but I'm saying the way that their two guys rush, and they've talked about this. Sam Hubbard said it himself. He said, Look, I kind of have to be the straight guy, right? To allow Hendrickson to have the leeway to win however he wins. I kind of have to be the bull rush guy. I kind of have to be the, you know, maintain, you know, my game. Maybe the swim outside to keep contained. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be that guy so that he can freelance and do whatever he needs to do to get to the quarterback. So maybe you see some of that with Oway. And if Ajabo turns out to be the kind of rusher we, you know, he showed, you know, glimpses of being in college, maybe one guy is a little bit more of the straight guy. That never means you'll never get yours. You can get yours. But, you know, know who the best has- sidekicks ever? Best sidekicks ever. Yeah. Clyde Simmons. Oh, but that was. Clyde Simmons was the best sidekick ever 
because the man knew what his job was, was literally to eat everything that Reggie White left for him. And the man, is he a Hall of Famer? He should be a Hall of Famer if he's not. You know what? Let me check that real quick. I know that line was crazy. I mean, those feelings. <laughs> Jerome Brown, Clyde yeah. Simmons, Reggie White. I don't even remember the fourth cat. You said his name and be like, how did I forget him? Uh, it doesn't look like he's in the Hall of Fame. No, doesn't look like it. But obviously, great play. He was. <laughs> he should be. Obviously. Him and Reggie. Oh my God. But that's what you're just talking about. That. Like, if you're willing to play that position, you got a cat on the side who feasts. Guess who's going to feast with him? If you're willing to play your role. Man, Everybody please, feasts. Everybody's going to eat. If, Everybody you, if eat. you will, you said it. If you're willing, if you're willing, if you're willing to play that role, right? Was it was it Seth Joyner? Was Seth Joyner the other? Seth, guy? No, just Seth Joyner was linebacker. He's linebacker. Who was I thinking? He was middle linebacker. I'm trying to think about one of my favorite guy. my favorite groups. I just can't remember the, the D tackle who was with. It was Jerome Brown, Clyde Simmons, Reggie White. I can't remember the fourth guy. I have to think. I have to look that up and think. Like Mike Pitts, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was a rotational guy. Yeah, Pitts wasn't like a. I have to think. No, about he him. wasn't the, right. the, 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 the dog with the rest of the dogs. No, he wasn't that guy. Uh, all right, let's get to. We'll uh, come back to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back. Let's get to linebacker, right? We got to yes. get to inside linebacker. Uh, I thought. You know, another another solid game for that group. Of course, Patrick Queen had a couple flash plays in there, um, which you love to see because, as we've talked about on this show more than a couple times, when he's going forward, <laughs> when there's not a whole lot of processing going on, oh, it's like go attack that. Uh, he can he can be very effective at that, uh, and then I think it just he has success on those plays which gives some confidence. And then, you know, that confidence kind of spills over. And uh, I'll say this, this this was another thing that was kind of ironic to me. So like the team overall, right? Some of these fourth quarter struggles, defense and offense, they talked about it. Coaches have talked about it. Players have talked about it. We need to relax. We're pressing. We're trying to do too much. What do we used to say about Patrick Queen all the time? Needs to relax. He's He's pressing. He's trying to do too much. So as the team, the overall team is moving in that direction, I'd say the last few games, probably going back to the Patriots game, he's actually going in the opposite direction. He is not pressing as much. He is just doing what his job is. So it's been kind of ironic to watch that. We've always talked about that with him. Like, hey, that's the key for him. If he does that, dude's going to take off and make a bunch of plays. Well, he's starting to do that, but then the rest of the team. So maybe it's one of those things where you can't have everything. Right. You, you, you can't have you can. Stuff working at work. you can you can you can't have everything but you don't think, ever say that you can have <laughs> you can have it all what did you, you think can have it all the, the question is will will they listen to you and, and, and do what you asked them to do then you will have it all now I will say this about the way Queen has been playing he's been more aggressive He's not been worrying about making mistakes, and that's important. When you're not worried about making mistakes, you make less mistakes. And when you do make a mistake, like he did when he dropped uh, Hunt the second time, or was it was it Hunt? Whoever the running back was made a third and 19. When he made that play and he was up in the line of scrimmage, he wasn't supposed to be there but they snapped the ball early. He was like, well, since I'm here, (laughs) (laughs) I I better be wrong all the way. (laughs) But it's like you said before, if you're going to make the mistake, make it 100 miles an hour. Make it 100 miles an hour. Go make a play. Like nobody knew. Oh, yeah, he was blitzing. No, he wasn't. He was was faking and got caught. (laughs) But what he would do in the past was hesitate. Would hesitate, get caught up in the wash, maybe even back out. And then – something bad would happen. Like he would miss his assignment. He'd be thinking about something else. Now we've gotten to the point of linebacker where 
he'll go out there and play and not think. Now, now, now you're a good football player. Now we've got you to a place where you're a good football player because you're not thinking anymore. You're going out there and doing what God gave you, what your talent dictated, which is go make plays. I, John Brown said, solve your problems with aggression. <laughs> Linebacker is nine times out of ten. If, if something's bothering you, go hit something in the line of scrimmage. It will solve all your problems. <laughs> it will literally – every problem, if you, if you had a bad bust in the pass coverage, Nine times out of ten, that next play is going to be running play. It's probably coming at you because the offensive coordinator sees that you're a little pissed off. So go ahead and take out your your frustration because the offensive lineman knows because <laughs> you just fucked up. You're going to come 180 miles an hour. Well, take out some frustration. Just go hit something. Yeah, something. Well, so Bynes got dinged up a little bit in this one, but he he was able to kind of come back and, and and get back on the field. So Christian Welch got out there a little bit. Um, you know, they're really um, looking. They are real. They're struggling for a guy next to Queen. Struggling. Like you can see it in pass coverage. Like I was watching him before we got on the Kerry Welch one on the first drive. That should have been a pick. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. If it, but but there lies the problem because he opened up the wrong way. As the linebacker, as the linebacker he is, he's got to open up the three because there's a closed end. If there was a wide out and a tight end, I mean a wide out and a wide receiver, then yes, you you open a two. But he's already got a safety in the corner outside of him. So the call has already dictated you that you don't really have anything out there at the moment. And if something crosses your face, guess what? Someone's going to yell drag. You peep it at that point. Because that's you know, part of communication in the zone, which is everyone's talking about what's happening. If there's a drag, if there's a slant, you know, I got, you know, those things happen on the field. People talk. That, yeah. that happens. What you want. So when he didn't open the correct way, he opened, he opened right. He should open left. If he opens left and expands immediately, he picks it with ease. Yeah. Yeah. That's not even a stretch. I thought he was going to get yeah. it because I was like, Brissett doesn't see this. Brissett does not no. see it. He, he doesn't see, see it. it but that's the difference between we, – we talked about him earlier today, the Lamar play with Devin Duvernay. If he just breathes on a linebacker, it's six. Freeze on him. If if Macari decides he's his feet are not stuck in concrete and picks him up, that's six. They've been so close. <laughs> They've been so close on the top of the knees. Close, close only works in horseshoes and grenades. <laughs> ain't working here. It's gonna get somebody fired here. <laughs> close, close gets you fired and unemployed. Close gets you non-guaranteed contracts. Yeah. Because you can't go back and be like, hey, let me show you all these plays where I almost scored. Almost. I should, I should I have sh scored. I should have scored. Happened. If this mm. had happened, I would have scored. <laughs> uh, you know, look, if someone got a – was that in your control? No. Well, ain't my problem. Yeah. So I so, know we're – we're talking defense, but yeah, they that offense. But that's the same team. thing on defense. He makes that play first drive of the game completely different yeah. ball game. Yeah, they probably run that team out of the stadium in the first. Yeah, because you saw even after that first drive, it didn't take much to get Cleveland out of what was working. They got no. out of it pretty much on their own. If you turn them over on the first drive. They definitely gonna get out. <laughs> Three game losing streak. Their quarterback literally died on the field last week. Couldn't couldn't make a completion on any type of coverage or anything of the sort. So you have a chance early in the game for a knockout punch. Yeah. To literally stagger him in the first quarter, like some Mike Tyson thing. Come out, and Michael Spinks. Bam! Three times you can pop, pop, pop. You get the pick. 
Go score seven, three and out. You go up 14 nothing. That game is a wrap. And then I am 10 minutes into the game because the defense ain't going to play anymore. Guess what? You got Gus Bus running down the throat. Complimentary football. You know, and a a younger, healthier Josh Bynes probably would have made that play if he was in there. He probably would have picked one. They got to find someone. Seeing him pick one off earlier this season. That that was kind of handed to him. It was, but this one could have been due. Uh, (laughs) But that's that's the beautiful part about zone. If you do your correct drops, and you turn the right way, you're not two steps too slow. You're not reading it one second too slow. You're able to get there. And they they talked about that with with Lamar. Yeah, gonna clean up that footwork, baby. Uh, well, it's not just <laughs> footwork; it's the offensive line. If they give them an extra split second, like the the um, the play to open the second half, if Josh Oliver if Josh Oliver makes his block for a half a cap more. That's a 25-yard gain to start, and no one's bitching about the first first drive. Yeah, see, Lamar said, that's why you should fully guarantee me, baby, it's these other dudes. It ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> you need to pay me. Yeah. Don't worry about them. Right? <laughs> pay me. I, I'll take care of it. But, no, you're right. Uh, you got to find somebody. Uh, you know, Welch is probably more of a rotational backup type guy. Um you know, Harrison is still kind of a, a, a multi-purpose tool type guy. They got him doing different things. Uh, obviously, blocking that kick was huge. Uh, so you're just showing, you know, he's just a guy that can do a little bit of everything. And that might be the thing with him. You know, he might be yeah. one of those things where you're just like, oh, okay, well, we thought he was going to be this. He'll always have Maybe. a job with the Ravens. Always yeah, he'll he'll have a job. He can do. But you know what? You've been saying this since the beginning of the season. Maybe the answer to that problem is Tyus Bowser. I, I ain't want to repeat myself, but he is the solution, <laughs> at least in the past game. Yeah, you've been saying that. Third down, him next to next to Queen. You, no one's throwing over the middle of the football field, and you can control the running backs now. Like it changes how it changes the way that Mike McDonald can call the game. He can sit in zone because he can trust Bowser to go match a running back by himself. Can't do that with Queen quite yet. Yeah, and then those three guys on early downs, you know, when when you know it could be either it could be either run or pass. You can add Bynes out there. He doesn't have to play as much, right? Because like you said, right. like, passing situations, you know, second, third, long, medium, whatever. You can have Queen and Bowser out there, but you know, Bynes obviously has seen it all, and you know, can still get to some plays just because he already knows what's coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Um, he definitely still has a role. So maybe that that's it. It's just trying to hold on, just trying to tread water until Tyus gets back with these guys. You know, you're just getting different guys in there. And you, you're you just trying to keep from drowning uh, until until Tyus can get back and you feel like, all right, now we can kind of solidify that spot a little bit. Um, will it be this Thursday night? John Harbaugh said he don't know. <laughs> so. <What? laughs> so I, I was, let's say this, though. I mean, they could hold him. I think that would be a little little protective if they did hold him out of this game. I can understand not playing him this week on a short week and you wouldn't do that. It, it, that one's a little weird. Kind of the – I'm not saying it's like a Stanley thing, but it just – if you weren't going to bring him back for this game – Why'd you have him start practicing the week that you did? Because you could have waited a week and gotten a bye week without costing you the 21 days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's like some of this other stuff that we've been hearing, the team thinks one thing. (laughs) (laughs) The team probably started that practice window because they thought, hey, two, three weeks in maybe. Latest three weeks tops, he's gonna be ready to roll. Guys ain't quite ready to roll yet, man. It would surprise me if they held him out of Thursday night and if he went in the Saints game. Because think about it, you're gonna get so the Saints game is Monday night, so you're gonna go from Thursday to Monday, you get the little mini buy, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you want to get him a game in before the buy, you can roll him out there in that Saints game. Or if you're saying, hey, 
Just well, they they might not be able. Will they? Will his twenty one days be up before then? They might have to. Yeah, they would have to. Pl- they would have to put him on the active roster before the Saints game. Yeah, he might have to play, but he yeah he he had to be on the roster. That's what I'm saying. Like if you weren't gonna play him against the Bucks, why'd you start the clock? Well, again, I think they want to. <laughs> I think they want to. And so, but hey, just like I was with Ronnie, I'm always going to be on the player side of this. Always. Oh, absolutely. What are they talking about on the other time, on, on the team side? I don't care. It's not about whether they're wrong or right. I don't care. Right. These guys, and, look, this, and this obviously, is your livelihood. This is your Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, Ravens and Stanley have been on the same page because there hasn't been a, a, a peep about how much he's played, especially in that first game. Yeah. When, he, when he only played 50% snaps, you didn't hear much. You didn't hear anything. It was just part of the plan. And last week, he, he played, what, 87%? Just took one yeah. series off? When Moses got down and he was like, hey, I, I want to I wanna roll. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, I'm good. So it's just been about, hey, look, these guys are going to know their bodies better than anybody else. Absolutely. Right? And evaluation – an MRI, an X-ray, whatever can say whatever it says. But <laughs> if they don't feel right physically, mentally, emotionally, then hey, yep. I gotta defer to the player and say when they when all of that is because I think the way that he was framing it, people were like, oh, when he when he feels ready, you know, when Ronnie feels like he wants to go. There's a lot that goes into whether you feel like you're ready to feel. Play. Yeah, there's there's, <laughs> there's there's several parts to feel. Yeah. So the way it was framed was like, oh, he doesn't feel like playing yet. I mean, no. what, what are we doing? What, what, what are we doing? You know, it's two two years of not playing football. The last time you stepped on the field, you weren't ready. I so that's a that, that's two mental hurdles hurdles before you even get part of. Getting over the injury. <laughs> I listened to your doctors and your trainers who said I was clear. I listened to them last time. And yeah. look what happened. Look what happened. And so now you want me just to come back and just say, hey, they say you're good to go again, man. <laughs> Roll it out there again. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, no. No, 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 no. I got my own people this time. Let my we, people we, talk to your people like Russ we says. We, we, <laughs> Russ ain't talking to you. Like, you did with Marshawn. I was like, I've been trying to call, bro. He won't. <laughs> You can try. You can. Yeah, said you got to call the dude, the publicist or whatever. He's like, man, if I can't talk Mar- to you directly, Marshawn, like I, I do, I ain't messing with nobody. If I can't pick up the phone and dial yeah. you on the phone, I got I no, I got nothing to talk to you, bro. I got yeah. no beeps. I ain't, I ain't calling nobody else. We supposed to be, you know, teammates, whatever. And see, he's one of the first people I give him credit because everybody else, including Sherm, uh, you know, was all over us. And Marshawn was one of the few people who said, man, I just want to check on him. Just like where his head is at. You know, I just want to check on him and see how he's doing. You know, because he's he like. He can't be in the right headspace. No, he said, this is a lot. Everybody, you know, talking about football, this, football, that. But this is a lot. So leave it to Marshawn, man. Marshawn always be the voice of reason. <laughs> I mean, but think about that, though. This man, this man was drafted by Seattle. Brought them a Super Bowl. Should have been a second one if the coaches would have gotten out of their own own way, or the NFL decided to intervene and say we didn't want Marshawn to be the head of the Super Bowl. We want Russell Wilson. Well, we're not going to get in conspiracy theories like yeah. Yeah. power yeah. going out at a at a Super Bowl for thirty two minutes. Anyway, we're just going to keep the conspiracy theories moving. This man spent his entire career with one organization. They basically threw him underneath a bus for the last two-plus years because they couldn't draft properly on the offensive line. Yeah, and got two tackles. And their, and their defense <laughs> aged. Their defense aged uncontrollably and was not fixed. And then you traded away draft picks for a safety who is horse garbage on his best day. <laughs> And then you cripple him walking out the door. You send him to Detroit, I mean, to Denver with an offensive court with a head coach who failed as an offensive coordinator at multiple locations. After a first game, this man says, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm running out of, I don't know how about manage time. 
how'd you get the job, bro? <laughs> <laughs> And then you got Russell in a new team in a scheme he does not know dealing with his own whatever he got going on with Les Cook and Let's Subway commercials. We riding, <laughs> doing it all. People talking about how he's a simp and how he got Sierra and hate on him because he's not a thug. Because the man is like a family man. He's a little corny, but that's just who Russ is. And y'all mad about that. And y'all dragging this dude through the mud. But he has no support system. <laughs> Zero. And he, he's being who he is. Right. Like y'all surprised finally, by this. That's what I finally accepted. I think for a long time, people were like, well, this can't be real. This can't be real. It's got to be some kind of act. It's got to be something he's doing for the media. Nobody can really be like that. I think yeah. he's really like that. I think that's really who he is. Why do you and think so he ended up at Wisconsin after NC State? That's who he is. Wisconsin. We've heard stories about Wisconsin and their their recruiting yeah. and what they're told. Yeah. <laughs> he followed the code, and you follow the code. Yeah. yeah. Nah. He thought was, Iowa was bad. <laughs> I, I think that's who he is. And, you know, so many times, you know, people say that you want these guys to be authentic. You want them to be who they really are. And then this guy is, but you don't like who he is. You don't like who he is Man. because he makes, he, he made decisions basically saying, I'm going to split my personal life and my business life, which is football and his personal life. Once he leaves football and he gives, no one's ever questioned his work ethic. No. Never. No. You question his personal life, which is none of your business. Yeah. Ain't got nothing to do with Zero. Y'all just mad because he's pointed out the fact that he ain't running around here like future and he got sent Sierra by being a regular average dude. And not that's impregnating it. 13 other women. That that's what y'all mad about. I was gonna say that might be at the heart of that. They're like, he's not he's not supposed to be able to pull nobody like that. Right. We mad. That's we what y'all mad about. about. We're mad about that. He's supposed but to be able yet, to he's not his team is winning football game. Well, kinda. What about Tom Brady? <laughs> they both got problems. Oh, guys, guys. But we don't hear. All we hear about is, well, his receivers are not getting over. They hurt. His offensive line has been beat up. What have you heard about Russ? Oh, he just corny. Hey, look, <laughs> Tom being stalked by AB. <laughs> I'm that sorry to go on that, but that just bothers. Me. I know Russ ain't playing well, and that's who you know. All the other stuff. But you have to realize this man spent his entire career in one location and had to uproot completely different offense, different in society, everything different with no structure in place because they put a new quarterback, a new head coach who had no idea what he was doing. Learn on the job, too. Who, who owns the Broncos? It's the Waltons, right? Yes. The Walmart people? Mm -hmm. So, you know, they were trying to get a deal. That's why they got oh. it. They was trying, wow. trying to go cheap. They was trying to go cheap, trying to get that deal. <laughs> well, they were trying to get a, the pretty little face to say that they, they didn't, they weren't who they, what people think they are. Yeah, well, it's not working out up there for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the last, yeah, secondary. Secondary, secondary. got to do secondary for last. Um, you know, another, another, so look, Brissett completed some stuff underneath. He did get the one deep ball over the. Well, he got more than one. One got called back. There was the one to Peoples Jones. It wasn't super deep. It was probably like a twenty yarder or something. It was the deep, deep one, right? The fifty-five yarder, where yep. that looked like some sort of coverage. Geno Stone had a brain fart. Okay. He didn't. He yeah. didn't play particularly well on on Sunday. Yeah, I was gonna say something because the way Marlin. It's like he was he was looking to the flat 
on that. Like he was, they played that trap coverage a couple of times. One actually one of the strip sacks it's, they played it to the other side with uh with Peters. And you yeah, it's see, it's cover two. It's recover two. I, I don't I don't understand why Stone decided to float back to the, the hash when you have Amari Cooper in the slot. I, I that that the lineman screwed him up from the very beginning because he literally angles back in at the snap, and now he's got to work his way back out to a guy running a corner out. You're you're dead. Yeah. So his technique was wrong. His eyes his eyes are fine. He just. He wandered back to the house for some reason. And, you know, he doesn't have a lot of margin for error. No, Marcus Williams is much needed. Back there. I mean, he's a smart guy. They're missing it. Yeah, I think Gino's a smart guy. I think he's a guy who, who, you know, makes plays off of, you know, reading his keys and and reacting to that in anticipation. But it's not a whole lot of margin for error. You know what I'm saying? Their safeties are very average without – Williams on the field. Very. Yeah. yeah. Now, one thing I will say that I did like, I think you got to see Kyle Hamilton using kind of that Swiss Army role a little bit. A little bit. They're here. starting to figure out how to use him. Yeah. yeah. A little bit here, a little bit there. Yep. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he, you just have to account for his size when he shows up in certain places that you're not expecting him to right. be. Yeah. The wingspan, you know, you see this guy in the middle of the field, right? And you're like, what? You can't. There's no windows. We can't. We can't. We can't get the ball around this dude. Or if he's up at the line of scrimmage, um, you know, and they're sending him off the edge. You know, you, he's got he's got that length. I mean, he can turn the corner and still kind of tackle a guy, right? Just because he has the length to turn back and reach yeah. and grab a guy. Now, I'm not saying he played perfectly, but like you said, I think they're starting to find different ways to use him, different things. That he's, he's getting doing. confidence. They're giving him opportunities to, to, to find confidence on the football field. Yeah, make plays. And that's good coaching. That's different than what we've seen in the past with certain guys who are struggling defensively. And the, the coach's staff never responded by giving them something easy. You know, getting a couple of sacks is, is huge for your confidence. Getting a couple of breakups. Getting a turnover like he did in the other game. That's those are huge moments that makes you believe that you belong. Yeah. And certain guys that have come through here in the past that have struggled. I, you know, the outside linebacker comes to mind, the, the the one dude who they bounce around inside and outside. He was a second round pick. Oh, Korea. Come like Korea. Yeah. <laughs> like you never you never put him in a position to be successful. You never gave him an opportunity to say, I belong. Yeah. Dean Pease didn't figure him out till he went to the Titans. <laughs> then he was like, Because nah, at that point he learned. He learned <laughs> trial and errors. <laughs> I know what to do. <laughs> I figured yeah. it out on my own. Yeah, I got like, it now. Got it out, but this coaching staff understands. They did it with Queen. You you noticed it. You you said it two weeks ago. They had a lot more stuff Queen going forward. Yeah, a lot of things that, a lot of blitzes. He was he's been more of a blitz linebacker lately. Like give him confidence in something. Once you give him confidence in something, it starts to bleed into other things, yeah. and that's what you hope will happen with Hamilton. It'll just start bleeding into things. He'll Start making better calls. He'll be more forceful with his calls. Yeah. People will be like, yeah, he knows what he's talking about when he makes a call instead of looking at him going. Calling him off. And then <laughs> and then getting scored on on a trips call. Like, come on. like <laughs> Shaking him off like he's a the catcher. Yeah. Nah. nah, we ain't ready to that. <laughs> and then you, you got that. And then I, this is why I feel like we need Marcus Williams back. Because we saw it twice. You saw Peters get beat by Peoples, and then Amari Cooper. And I, I'm still flummoxed to this point. Every time I see it, is why did he even extend his arm? He didn't have to. It's just been a little bit of a contested catch. Yeah. But it, he would have still caught it with ease. Yeah. So you can't play single high safety if Marcus Peters is going to continue to do that. You just can't. Yeah. And, and I think they know that. 
I think they know that. And that's why you see some of the stuff in the run game. Because like you said, we know we can't play single high because of how some of that's going on out there. So we got to play mm-hmm. two. And then we're going to, you know, give up. We're giving up more runs. of those weird runs that we're not used to, those eight, nine-yard runs. And we're kind of like, we we, we got to give up something. It's yeah, better than yeah. giving up these 40-yard chunks y'all saw at Miami. Yeah, much better. <laughs> I'd rather do that. Yeah, give up, I'd rather give up any... 15 yards in the run game, get them on the ground, and force a field goal, than literally see 35 points scored yeah, in a quarter. Game-winning touchdowns <laughs> on us. Uh, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that. You know, like <laughs> freaking uh, a rookie level Madden broke out in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we don't want that. So it's one of those things where it's gonna it's gonna be a trade off, and I'm fine with that trade off if that if that's the decision that we're making. I mean, I think that's the correct decision. Yeah. You know, are we gonna have some lighter boxes? We may be going. You know, team gonna pop a few runs on us, 10, 15 yarder, like you said, but we can line up, uh, play the next snap as opposed to Amari Cooper, you know, potentially scoring the game when he touchdown uh, yeah. if he doesn't get called for OPI. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'm fine with that. Um, anybody else you want to talk about? Pepe looks like he might be getting a little bit of hold. on. Yeah, it initial. seems like Brian Stevens has hurt a lot more lately. So he it seems played. like who they're going with right now. I'm okay with that. He, he didn't – I didn't hear his name called very much. And I didn't I see a lot of – I think he I played like, like three I think he played like 50% of the snaps, didn't he? Three. No, Brandon Stevens played three snaps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three. Pepe played like almost I would say 60%. Then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepe Pepe played, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, let me see. Tomorrow, yeah. Uh 62%. Yeah. That's why I was yeah. I think Pepe might be getting because you know, McDonald yeah. talked about, hey, we wanna we wanna see a guy kind of take that nickel role. Like we got a competition right there, nobody's really stepped Not up. Not a question. Now, question is, is Brandon Stevens, like, really, really hurt? Like, is why is he even up if he's – because you, you brought up Worley, so you knew something was up. Yeah, and Worley didn't play any defensive. Right. <laughs> so is it insurance? Now, we may we may find out if Marlon can't go this week because Brandon Stevens is probably their best option now at outside corner. I don't think they want to put Ar- Armour Davis back out there. They – they, they, oh, they be scratching him. I think I think there might be converting him to f- strong safety. Oh yeah, he he would be a load of strong safety. By the way, I mean absolute freaking load. My man just gave up a couple catches. We, we tried. To... He but you saw it in those catches. He don't have he don't have the hip turn or the foot speed. No, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it might be might be working on something there. Well, hopefully Marlon goes. I'm not trying to put that out there. Yeah. Hopefully he goes. But if he doesn't, then, like I said, you might – if Brandon Stevens is healthy, uh, then you might see him because, obviously, he played some outside corner, um, you know, earlier in the season. Man, just think how different this would look if um, my boy from Virginia Tech was still here. I'm yeah, if Fuller, if Fuller was yeah. still in the slot, they wouldn't have had those issues against Miami. Yeah. Wouldn't have been close. Even with the banged-up – even with the banged-up corners they had in that game. Just think of how different some of this stuff is. But anyway, that's the NFL, man. That's what happens. That's why you build, that's why you build a roster. Yeah, that's why you build a roster because guys are going to get hurt. And next guy got to come in and uh, and play his position. And they got a couple guys in there now. They tried different guys. Like I said, we've seen Stevens in there. We've seen Pepe in there. We've seen Ardarius Washington in there. Uh, so, you know, they've rolled different guys through there just trying to find what works. And it might just be a game-to-game thing. It was like, all yep. right, this game, this is this is your game based on the matchup. You know, this week coming up, um, you know, Evans is going to be outside, but, you, you know, they'll put Godwin inside at times. So, uh, and I forget who their third guy is. I don't know if it's still Scotty Miller or who that is, but um, so we'll see how that goes against Tampa Bay. But um, any uh, any thoughts leading into that, that Tampa Bay game? Short week, um, probably not a whole, whole lot you're going to be able to put in defensively? No, but this is the beautiful part about having a basic defense in. Ain't much you got to change. So it's all the same stuff. You just got to adjust to formations, and that's easy. Now, two years ago, we have put in a whole schemed up blitz package In 24 hours. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then learn it. We, we know how. We know how and then go went. out and perform it. <laughs> we know how that went. Uh, Russell Gage, okay. That's what I wanted to look. Russell Gage, he's he's kind of their third dude. So it'll be interesting to see how they match up there. But uh you're right, that is that the simplicity is 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 the beautiful thing here, is that you don't have to do a whole lot. And if we just keep doing what we've been doing over the last what, I guess you could say it started in the Bills game, really. If we just keep doing what we've been doing, cleaning up, you know, some of the little mistakes and some of the busts here or there understanding why those things are happening and what we were supposed to do uh, and what, you know, who needs to do what. Um, just keep it all in front of you. Because, uh, again, I think they'll be able to contain this run game. You know, Uncle Lenny, uh, good back, obviously, but he's not Nick Chubb. So, you know, I think that they'll be able to contain them. But you you know where you can really get hurt. It's, it's Evans, it's Mike Evans, it's Chris Godwin. You know, those, those yep. are the dudes that can really hurt you. Uh, and so, you know, you, you're going to have to kind of keep the top on that. And that's what they've been doing. I, I think what's going to help is they know Tom. That building knows Tom. And they know Tom only operates very well if he's got a running game going. Tom doesn't have a running game going. You don't have Gronk to bail him out. And that's the other, that that was always his safety blanket when things got got hairy. So they know how to play Tom. They understand Tom likes to check down. He'll he'll pick his spots, and you have to be selectively aggressive. Yeah, I I, I don't want to. Well, I won't. I won't do it because I did that once on on a deep cover show this week and came back to bite me. I think they lost to the Giants. Uh, so no predictions, no more predictions. I'm done with that. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one only because I think it's, it's, it's an, it's an out of conference game, right? So it's an NFC team. Um, but it's still, like I said, it's a, it's a veteran team with a lot of good players on. And so it is one of those games where if you win this game, um, you know, I, I think that it, it does do a little something for you moving forward. I think you feel like, hey, you know, we're a Super Bowl champion. Um, you know, we were able to go into their place and take care of business. You know, I think that that does do a little something for you. So, and obviously just win. I mean, you're trying to win every damn game. So, of course, that that's first and foremost. But I think beating a team like this, um, even though they're struggling a little bit, their head coach said they're in a dark place. That is that is not great. Uh <laughs> But I think it does. I think it can do something uh, just for you, just in terms of confidence to say, hey, we can we can beat a team like this. I mean, they're not what they were when they were Super Bowl champs, but uh, a lot of those pieces are still there. So uh, I think mm-hmm. it, can, it, can, it can be a confidence builder if you can go in there and get this one. So we'll see how it goes. Um, anything else you want to hit on before we close this show out? I think we I think we're good in the hood. I think we're all good. Well, hey, y'all know what to do. Like subscribe, share all your socials, however you do it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, send that general thank you out to everybody who continues to rock with us. Absolutely. And tap in. Yeah, man, because we get those tweets, you know, seems like almost weekly where somebody will say, hey, man, just really appreciate you guys sharing your perspective. It's different. We don't necessarily hear this on some of the other podcasts that we listen to, Ravens podcast. So, just you know, people who appreciate that different perspective. Hey, we thank y'all for listening. Absolutely. Sharing, you know, for sharing for sharing those those thanks. You know, it's much appreciated. So, y'all also know, as much as we appreciate that, we also don't do no overtime. So <laughs> we are out of here.